It's time to pull those belts tight, race fans. The Front Stretch is coming at you. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Now, here's Dan Taylor and Dirk Houston. Welcome to the Front Stretch, race fans. Presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs. Online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. They have a new redesigned Tricky Triangle, which you can enjoy the second Tuesdays of the month. And speaking of track redesigns and reconfigurations, talking with Bob Simon of Shelby County Speedway. And Bob, it's great to hear the racetrack is back online. And uh, they trimmed a little weight off of their surface. Absolutely. Unlike myself, they've actually lost a little bit. And uh, <laughs> they took it down a few sizes. Um we're down to a, just a little bit bigger than a one-third mile. Um, the equivalent would be Eagle or uh, Boone. Uh, we had a practice session about a week and a half ago, and we got amazingly uh, positive feedback. Yeah, we saw some uh, – we talked about that on Tuesday's show. We saw a lot of really good response. And if there's one thing this community is good at, it's kind of destroying ourselves from within. So it was pretty refreshing to hear nothing but positive feedback from a lot of the drivers. And a lot of the, the people that were kind of iffy about it on the fence changed their minds once they got the cars on there, and, and they're like, well, once we get a little moisture in here, it can be it can be fun. It's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to make great racing. We're really excited. Um, just finishing up some finishing touches this week, and we're ready to go. Speaking of water on the track, you and I have had a too frequent of a conversation about water restrictions in Shelby County Speedway because of, if I'm remembering correct, some mismanagement uh, with water retention from the city uh have those issues been resolved they have not um as a matter of fact back in april they already put us in the water restriction um but part of the renovation project is we put a new well in it's going 60 feet deep um we have two five thousand gallon tanks that also sit there that are gonna be full of water and uh, the water truck will be full at all times so we were able to put in a couple new wells and and we got permission to drag from the river if we need to so we're good to go Fantastic. Let's talk about that weekly racing. What are you guys planning on, and when do you start? June 4th. We're going to have opening night. We're going to run all of our regular IMCA classes. Uh, we're going to run your uh, sport compacts, your Midwest towing uh, sport compacts, your uh, Kennedy hobby stocks, your Pizza Ranch stock cars, which, if you haven't been paying attention, the stock cars have been by far the best class throughout the Midwest and the country. Um We've got your Eagles Landing IMCA late models going to be on hand with us. Uh, the Pitts Car Practic IMCA modified. And, of course, your sport mods are also going to be on hand with us um, as well. I'm not sure who the class sponsor is, so I apologize. Uh, and then you said you're going to be starting up this Saturday? This Saturday, June 4th, is going to be opening night. We'll run all of our main classes. Uh, right now, the tentative schedule is to run the IMCA modified eight weeks out of the year, unless we can get a full field. Um, we're going to fill them in with uh, some mod light races. I think there's one or two mod light races coming up this year. I'll have the schedule right in front of me. We're going to run some uh, USAC wingless sprint cars. They're going to come into town and try out their hands on the new Shelby County Speedway. And we got some other uh, 305s. I think we're going to try to make an appearance once or twice, so we've been working on it. I'm not sure if he's got that deal done, but it, it's going to be a fun year. Fantastic. It sounds like a great time. I suppose then the season will close out like it has for the last 150,000 years. <laughs> it's a uh, uh, tiny lund race. 
August 27th is going to be our season championship, and then the tiny one, night one, will be the 23rd, and night two will be the 24th. Um, I see another track is scheduled an event, and at least schedule their event on the same weekend. So we encourage you to make your way down to Shelby County Speedway and uh, try out the new Shelby County Speedway. We've had a lot of positive feedback, and we've got a lot of guys that, uh, even from IMCA, they called and said we better be ready because there's a lot of interest in racing Shelby County Speedway this year. Awesome. Also, we do have, I don't know if you guys have seen, but on July 23rd, we are running a 200-lap enduro at the Shelby County Speedway. And now they've made it a two-day show where they're going to run us on the 23rd and then cross the county on the next day of the 24th. Awesome. So uh, that won't really take nearly fun. as long now. Were you guys able to get some <laughs> yeah, live scoring and timing going from the practice? We were not. Um, we were not able to get the, the, the um, transponders up and ready in time. Um, we're hoping <laughs> first night is going to be a test night, so we're, we're up going to be a little scared, but um, lights are going up. And we're ready to race. That's awesome. Uh, like Bob said, the season's going to kick off this Saturday. Adults, $10. Kids, uh, 6 to 8. Students, 6 to 8. Get it for 6 bucks. Kids, 500 to get it for free. Looks like pit gates are going to open up at 4. Grandstand gates at 5. Hot laps at 6.30. Racing at 7. Pretty uh, easy yeah. stuff. Uh, keeping it simple so that people don't get confused. <laughs> Absolutely. And the nice thing about it is if you're a driver listening to this, um, and you've been to Shelby County in the past, you've had to sit in the infield and wait and wait and wait for races to get over and able to go home. Now with our pits being outside of three and four, drivers are more than welcome to leave and, and anytime they want, and they're not going to interrupt the uh, the process of the races. And we're going to have a new concession stand in the pits and check area and everything. So it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. We're really, really looking forward to it. Looks like you guys have got the Malvern Bank Super Light Model Series scheduled for July 16th, along with uh, the stock cars that you talked about, always put on a good show, and then the Western Iowa Vintage. Absolutely, and we want to make note of that um, for sure, is all the other classes, your sport mods and all that, your regular classes, will be ran on that Tuesday, and then we're going to run the uh, Malvern Bank Series with the two shows, two classes on Saturday. So okay. racing twice that week. And then we have, uh, we're going to welcome back on June 29th, I believe it is, the uh, Midwest Madness Tour is making their return to the Shelby County Speedway. So we're really excited about uh, Tim Scarron and getting the uh, Midwest Madness Tour back and kind of showing off our new our new track. Awesome, man. Exciting stuff going on down there in uh, Shelby County and Harlan, Iowa. So if you guys get a chance, head on down there one of these weekends and enjoy some, you said, third mile racing? It's one third mile, um, just a little over a one third mile. Um, we do have some other stuff in the works, so please pay attention to our Facebook page, Shelby County Speedway, Harlan, Iowa. Um, for any further announcements, I don't know if you guys checked it out, but we even got a new logo this year. Yeah, I did see that. Um, we held a contest for who um, to come up with the, the best new logo, and uh, that was the winner. I'm not sure who the winner was, but they get one free uh, regular season pass. Good deal. Uh, and what what's the – we didn't even get to this, but I've been looking at some of the pictures from Chris Brown Motorsports Marketing. Uh, pretty small banking, I guess, when I compare it to, you know, Eagle. Well, and a lot of people thought that, too, until they got there and realized there's a lot more banking than what they thought there was going to be okay. there. Um, three and four is a little bit more banked than one and two. So there's two different bankings on each end of the track, which makes you have to really drive the car or set the car up to where it's going to be perfect. 
And uh, I know coming out of two, there's a little bit banked, so they get a little bit more help coming out of two. But there's more banking there than what the pictures or the videos show. Um, once you see it in person, it, the videos and, and pictures don't do it justice. Well, fantastic. Fans can get down there this coming Saturday for the season opener. Once again, Grandstand Gates opening up at – I scrolled away. Uh, Grandstand Gates open up at 5 o'clock with racing action at 7 o'clock. Bob, always do appreciate you joining us. Uh, have a good weekend, and uh, hopefully everything goes off without a hitch. Well, I'm hoping to make it there by Saturday night at some point. I'm busy in the field, so I'm no longer in the cellular business. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully I can make my way down there. All right. You guys have a good night on Saturday night. Thanks all for uh, coming on with us. You bet. No problem. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you, man. All right. So once again, that was Bob Simon of Shelby County Speedway. Good news out of that track. Uh, I'm a little surprised they were able to get everything done by uh, this, you know, to kick things off this Saturday. You know, sounds like they got a few things left to button up, Dirk, but uh, should be ready to go. Well, well, yeah, hopefully they get them buttoned up because he said they had some light work to do. And uh, what did he say? They had to finish up the transponders. Yeah. Yeah. It's scoring and timing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's important stuff. So <laughs> not that it can't be done. It's just a heck of a lot easier with scoring with electronic scoring and timing. And, you know, the one question I forgot to ask him is if uh, they're going to be a part of uh my race pass, which I'm pretty sure they are. I think they were before, um, but with just being a short season, I don't know what it cost and, you know, if they signed up for the short season or not. But mm -hmm. but again, uh, their season opener comes up this coming Saturday. Sport compacts, hobby stock, sport mods, stock cars, modifieds, late models, and a couple of races to, to note. He talked about that July 12th, Tuesday weekly racing. That is fair week for Shelby County. And then the Super Late Model Series joining him on that Saturday, July 16th. Uh, he talked about the, oh, there he is, uh, August 20th, USAC wingless sprint cars at Shelby County Speedway. And then the Tiny Lund Memorial, September 23rd and 24th. Shelby County Speedway, Harlan, Iowa on Facebook, racescs.com for their website, tickets and information and more uh, stuff published there. And as I click on that, yeah, my they're still managed by my race pass, so. You'll be able to watch live scoring and timing and all that fun stuff. And we apologize for a lot of the static there. Um, sometimes we have to set these interviews up when people are working. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't sound that bad when we first started, but as we got going, it, it kind of got worse and he got a little more faded, but I think he was still clear enough. You could hear what he was saying, but uh, yeah, that's going to do it for uh, turn number one. We're going to take a break. We'll come back to number two. We'll get you set for the weekend of racing to come and we'll cover a couple of NASCAR headlines and local headlines, everything that's going on here locally. We'll, uh, we'll be right back on the front stretch. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. This time I'm talking laptop screen replacement. We've all made the mistake of dropping our laptop. Maybe one of our animals stepped on it. Maybe we set something heavy on top of it and we just didn't realize it was too heavy. And you go to turn that laptop screen on, there's a giant crack across it. That doesn't mean your laptop is completely worthless. In just a couple of days of turnaround, I can easily get your laptop screen replaced. And usually it's for a pretty reasonable price. Don't think your laptop is completely wasted just because you have a broken screen on it. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641, or shoot me an email, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. I'd be glad to give you an estimate on how much it's going to cost to replace your laptop screen.
Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two, presented by Quaker Steak and Lube, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Get over to the lube every Thursday that it is beautiful out. And I'm going to pull up the weather real quick and see what the council boss. Oh, come on. 81 and sunny. I think it's going to be a packed parking lot of Quaker Steak and Lube. And I think it sounds like it's going to be my last Thursday night bartending at Quaker at, uh the uh, library pub so i may be able to start getting back over at quaker steak and loop why is the pub getting rid of you You're just <laughs> too too much of the guy's tips or what i think so uh yeah it's just it's it, thursdays used to be a lot busier at uh, at, at the library pub and when uh, noah and i who i bartend with on thursday nights when we took over it was uh busier and then it's just kind of slowly trickled off so uh, the owner's just, I told the owner, I'm like, I could use another night of fixing computers cause I'm getting backed up. And so he, uh, he said, all right, well, I'll fire you after this Thursday, you know, have one more night just in case it's nice and, and gets busy. So, uh, I'll be retiring from my Thursdays for just a little while. Who knows how long I'll be gone, but yeah, I want to get down to Quaker steak and lube. I miss, uh, miss being down at, uh, at classic car cruisings and boy, do I sure miss their, uh, hot wings. Mm. Well, it's, you know, summer's here. The weather's getting nice. So I, I'm sure that's probably what you guys don't have a beer garden. So I'm sure that's mm-hmm. why the bar is blowing down. So Yeah, absolutely. He said that too, because our, our busy season is really uh, weekends and, you know, uh, football season is when we're, we're, they're probably the busiest, but it's a lot of the whiskey crowd is starting to really kind of catch on, especially the whiskey drinkers in, in Omaha that have figured out that you know, this is not a, a paid advertisement because they uh, library pub doesn't support the front stretch, but um, they definitely well, um, they they definitely started to get their word out there that they're they are the best whiskey bar in town, both prices and selection. Talking about Quaker Steak and Lube, they announced their annual Wheels of Courage car show. It's going to be Saturday, June 25th at Quaker Steak and Lube. I did talk with Carol, who was one of the organizers for the Wheels of Courage charity event and um she's asked if i'd be interested in doing pancakes again i will be doing pancakes so that'll be free to anybody that comes down you can enjoy some pancakes free will donation all the money gets donated to the charitable donations fund at jenny edmondson hospital and for anybody that wants to know that fund is to help family members of cancer treatments cancer treatment patients kind of pay for uh, just offsetting some of the expenses, like if they're up there for a big procedure for a week and family needs to be there to help kind of process the healing system or the healing process, then they'll get an apartment and some food and a per diem and stuff like that. So that charitable donations fund goes to help the family members of cancer patients during treatment and during uh, um, some kind of tough times, because it's it's one of those things that you never think about when, when you get those uh, cancer diagnoses is the uh, secondary costs. So that's yeah, a, so a great operation that helps out there. Kind of like a Ronald McDonald house type deal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's one of the biggest car shows in town. I think last year they had somewhere around 300 cars 
It was, I mean, it's just a beautiful day. Again, it's going on Saturday, June 25th at Quaker Steak and Lube. Starts at 11 a.m., but I usually get down there at about 9 and start making breakfast for all the early goers because if there's anything that is an absolute in the classic car community, it's that when an event shows up at a, or starts at 11 a.m., you're there at 7 a.m. You get your car set up ready to go. Yeah, and they, uh, well, last year, I mean, they had the cars all the way into that field on the south side across the street. Yeah. They were, you know, setting cars up over there. It was crazy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really cool event. You can find out more information on the Quaker Steak and Lube Facebook page. And like I said, I'll be down there making pancakes. Anybody's welcome to come down. I think I talked to Sarah, too, because we've got some extra eggs. Actually, a lot of extra eggs. I think we <laughs> might be doing just like some basic eggs over easy just to kind of um, add a little bit of extra food and, uh, you know, frankly, get rid of some of these eggs that were. <laughs> you might as well start a booth and try and sell some eggs. <laughs> I think we will. You know, we'll we'll make up a dozen of them and then we'll we'll sell a couple of uh, other eggs. But and, and by the way, anybody's ever interested in getting any eggs. I charge $5 a dozen. We donate four of it to the Alzheimer's Association and we take a dollar to help offset costs. And I was thinking about it this week. Uh, I, I might not even cutting costs. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I spent $2,000 building a coop, but still we spend about, you know, a hundred and some odd dollars a month in food and, and supplies for the chickens. Um, but it's, it's all fun and stuff. And, and the Alzheimer's Association gets a good, good chunk of change at the end of the year. All right. And, uh, we wanted to start off at this racing community, but you and I talked about it. There was an accident on O Street. Was it last Saturday night or um, Sunday night? Sunday. It was Sunday night, and you are absolutely correct. It has nothing to do with any of the car community in this area. It was yeah. not organized show. Um, it just somebody threw something together, said, let's go cruise Lincoln, they said. You know, everybody reported it was part of a Maracruz and stuff like that, which it absolutely was not. Yeah. Uh, so, it, nothing organized by any of, you know, the the well-known car people in the area. Let's put it there. Sounds like from the, uh, is this the, oh, this is Channel 3 in Omaha reporting on it. 18-year-old um, man driving a Ford Taurus smashed into a Toyota Corolla that was carrying two women. The two young ladies were killed. Uh, at the scene, were killed on Sunday night. They were uh, announced. Um, it just sounds like he blew through an intersection at about 40 miles an hour on O Street and slammed into these these two girls in a Toyota Corolla. Um, That's just tragic. 20 and 22 years old. The impact took him up standing on the, over the curb. Now, last night on the news, since there's been no charges filed yet, um, this 18-year-old um, did not have a driver's license, only a learner's permit, and had wacky weed in his system. He had marijuana. That's why his name has not been published. Yeah, he tested positive for marijuana. Uh, an on-scene breathalyzer test came back negative for alcohol. So uh, that's a tragic loss, something that could easily have been avoided. Well, and here's an 18 that could have his young life. Yeah, he's he's probably facing, uh, what, two counts of vehicular homicide? I don't know if it'll be homicide or manslaughter. Either way, you know, he's got that. He's going to have that following him around. He's going to, you know. Um, 
when he'll ever be able to get a driver's license. And he's probably going to spend quite a few years in jail. Surprisingly, even with vehicular homicide, I think the max is only like five years. Really? Yeah, it's not like you go out and shoot somebody with a gun and why that is, I don't know. It's the mm -hmm. same result. I suppose yeah. in this case, because he's, you know, it, I mean, I don't know him, didn't know the situation, but it could easily have just been an accident. He could have just made a mistake, you know, going too fast. And they, I make that mistake on a daily speedometer and I'm like, uh-oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going 15 over. I need to slow her down a little bit. Yeah, but it's the run in the red light that yeah. was the mistake, you know. So I hope you're not blowing through red lights at 40 miles an hour on a daily basis. Yeah, that's, that's where the bad news is. And like I said, he didn't even have a driver's license. There was no reason whatsoever for him to be in that vehicle. Yeah. Or behind the wheel of that vehicle. Because it mentioned nothing about him having his adult supervision. You know, I didn't find that anywhere in the three or four different things that I've read. And they didn't mention that on the news. But uh, they said he was going to survive because evidently he was hurt pretty good. So uh, it'll, uh, and one thing I don't remember is I don't remember if they said the 18-year-old was from Omaha or Lincoln. Uh, Omaha, man. Yeah, so he had to drive to Lincoln. There's going to be, if, if or when he gets charged, there'll be, there'll be hell to pay on this one. Yep. All right, let's get back into the racing. Hence, let's see. Driver Appreciation Night at IATI June 24th, featuring modified stock cars, bragging right, late models, sport mods, hobby stocks, and compacts that night. It's going to be a NASCAR weekly racing night. Tickets uh, are, have been sent out. All the drivers actually are able to stop down at the IATI Speedway office. I know like they did in the last couple of years, they'll do it this Friday and the next couple of Fridays they run. Actually, I think they're off they're on this Friday and I think they're off next Friday, but if you're at the racetrack before uh, June 24th, you can always pick up a bunch of tickets there. And uh, I think this Friday union night, I think I saw. Yep. It's my favorite night to uh, encourage uh, safe drinking and driving. <laughs> I said that completely wrong. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's my night to encourage drinking, but to make sure you got a designated driver. That, that was actually what I meant, even though it's nothing like what I said. So they race Friday, June 3rd. They're off the 10th. They're back on the 17th. 3rd and 17th, you can pick up tickets. If you're a driver, you can pick up tickets at the racetrack. You can always run down to the uh, Kaziski Auto Parts offices and pick up tickets there too. I know that there's always a contest that you make sure and write your name on the back of the ticket. And when the ticket is redeemed, it gets put into a big bucket. And then they spend the next week uh counting all of the drivers that brought in tickets through the front gate and then there is uh prizes to be given out i believe yeah now nah, you you don't write your name on the ticket you write the driver's name yes well the driver should write their name i guess is what i was saying yeah well i i always you know get a handful and i pick a different driver every year i've done it for tracy weber before i've done it with andrew before i've done it with several drivers and yeah, I'll go down and pick up like 50 tickets and mm -hmm. uh, I just go ahead and write their name on it. Okay. There's a spot right there on the front. The main part of the ticket, um, you just write their name right on there and then pass them out and hopefully all your friends go and, you know, then uh, that person gets, uh, you know, the thing, I mean, I, I remember the last couple of years, there's been a couple of guys that have had, you know, like 200 plus tickets redeemed. 
you know. And yeah. I think they get uh, some free pit passes or something like that, the driver, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I was just remembering. Uh, so it also says in that post, drivers, please remember that for every 50 tickets redeemed, the driver's name has to be written on the ticket. On June 24th, you'll receive a pit pass that will be good to be used on a NASCAR night. Super late model and sprint drivers will receive $25 off their pit pass for every tickets redeemed. And by the way, this Friday is uh, Malvern Bank 360 night at the races too. So, And again, uh, that's every 50 tickets redeemed, not every ticket redeemed. Correct. So. Every 50 tickets redeemed. Uh, most of the classes get a free pit pass. Super late model drivers and sprint car drivers get $25 off their pit pass. That's a good idea. I think, I think more people ought to do that. Just run down to Kaziski Auto Parts and grab a stack or two of tickets, write your favorite driver's name on there, and then go around and hand them out. <laughs> do, what, do what Dirk. Do what Dirk does. I think that's a great idea, Dirk. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, people calling me up, hey, you got any of those tickets for that driver? So, yeah, I just go down and, and pick them up. And uh, like I said, I did, I did various drivers um, over the years. Uh, you know, I just grab them and put their names on them and, you know, hopefully the people come. I mean, one year I went down with a group of like 20 people all through the, the car lot I work for. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, Dan went and um, his daughter and her husband and their three kids. And you know, I have, it was just, you know, basically a big group of his extended family type thing that, that I went down with. We tailgated, they stopped. I don't remember. I don't know if they went across the street there to the uh, cubbies and picked up chicken. Oh, they had a buttload of chicken and a big cooler of both adult and kids refreshments. And, you know, we had a good time. Went down there 4.30 or something like that and mm. got all primed up for the races. And so Good time yeah. was had by all. But uh, so I'm sure I'll be down to, uh, uh, I think, uh, who was in there last year when I went? Or what? I don't think. I go, yeah, yeah, I went last year. But I remember I might have seen Shelby when I went down there. I think she was in the office that day. So I, I didn't think you went to the races. I thought you just handed out tickets, but you were weren't you still recovering from your kidney? Or was that later yeah. in the year? Yeah, but I still went down and, and got some tickets and passed yeah. out the so yeah. yeah, I did I didn't go to I only made it down to the track once and that was uh I think I went the Thursday night of the Silver Dollars Nationals week, I think was the night I went down. Okay. So once again, driver appreciation night has been rescheduled for June 24th. Run down to Kaziski Auto Parts, grab a couple of stacks of tickets, write your favorite driver's name on them. If you don't want to go that far, contact your favorite driver, go get tickets from them, get out to the racetrack for free, and let's pack the grain stands at I-80 for another night. Uh, once again, that night of racing is going to be featuring uh, modified stock cars, Bragganite late models, sport mods, hobby stocks, and compacts. Don't get it confused with this coming Friday night. That's going to be June 24th. Moving on, Eagle Raceway is having their annual school bus races this coming Saturday. I mean, it, it kind of turns into a little bit of a demo derby, but the drivers are highly encouraged to not destroy the buses because they want them for later in the year when there is the actual bus demo derby. Drivers who were uh, voted in to be the five drivers to be competing in this year's bus races are going to be Jordan Grabowski, Kyle Vanover, Shane Stutzman, Johnny Sadoff, and Cade Richards. And I guess I, I must have misunderstood that. I thought there was, it, it was going to be one driver from each class, but it looks like it was just the top five vote getters because you've got mostly modified and stock car. Actually, it's all modified and stock car guys in there. 
Yeah. Which is, I mean, yeah. let's just say that Johnny Sadoff's probably got a pretty good sized fan base, you know. Yeah. Been racing yeah. a long time. Him and uh, him and Jackson are doing really well with the fan base stuff right now. You know. Uh, well, not right now. Johnny's been doing it pretty well for quite a few years, I guess, like you were saying. So again, that bus races are after the regular races on this coming Saturday at Eagle Raceway. Jordan Grabowski, Kyle Vanover, Shane Stutzman, Johnny Sadoff, and Kate Richards. I'm going to go find that link and I'm going to reshare the video from last year just to get people primed and ready to go because, God, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, just a, a... But that's this Saturday night then? Yeah. Hopefully not too many people miss it because they... Yeah, I think uh, hopefully they do. they do not, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I, I do. I mean, I think Harlan um, should be able to get a fairly decent group from this area heading up that way just to see the new track. Yeah. As you're listening to this, it's on the front stretch face. And it was a video from Stephen Clegg. So uh, the guy who did all the camera work for Eagle uh, the last uh, well, long time. But anyways, all right, that's goal. Let's see. US 30. Uh, that's going to be under the weekend to come. It's going to be another weekend to come. I think that's it for headlines locally. Ben Rhodes set to fill in for AJ Allmendinger on Saturday at Worldwide. AJ driving the Cup Series car on Sunday and the Xfinity Series car on Saturday. They're going to be at two different racetracks. And because he's racing on Saturday in the Xfinity Series at Portland International Raceway, he won't be able to practice and qualify his Cup Series car for Sunday. So that means that Ben Rhodes will be qualifying and practicing that uh, car on Saturday for the Cup Series race at Worldwide Technology Raceway Park. And then AJ will arrive on Saturday night or Sunday. He'll have to drop to the rear of the field for a driver change in that car, but he'll at least be able to be qualified for the race. Did I say that right? Yeah, I think he pretty much got it right. I mean, even if they take the pole, it, you know, all that doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And we've seen that a couple of times at Iowa Speedway because of the, a lot of drivers really enjoyed that racetrack and they wanted to be there. Well, it was over the, was it over Pocono race weekend? Sometimes. Um, yeah. I think it was Pocono. Um, the first few years was always scheduled on the same weekend as I, when they were first picking up the Xfinity series cars back in 2009, I want to say, or 2010, right around there somewhere. Yeah, so there would always be drivers that would be busy doing other stuff. So they'd they'd have uh, somebody else practice and qualify their car, and then they'd fly in on race day and um, do their little deal and drop to the rear of the field. And it'd be kind of fun to watch them come through the field pretty quickly within like 100 laps. They'd be right through the field and uh, challenge it for the race lead. Sunday's race at Worldwide Technology Raceway. The Illinois 300, Kyle Larson is the odds-on favorite with an 11.1% implied chance. He is plus 800. Kyle Busch is plus 850. Denny Hamlin plus 900. Elliott Truex Chastain plus 1,000. Byron plus 1,100. Blaney 1,200. Uh, Christopher Bell 1,600. And so is Joey Logano. So that's your top 10 odds-on winners, uh, favorites. And I was kind of thinking about this the other day, and obviously you've watched a heck of a lot more of the Cup Series than I have this year, but uh, it kind of feels like, you know, Kyle Larson, obviously the favorite to win a lot of races, but he just seems to be kind of struggling the last four or five races. Yeah. You know, he really wasn't struggling um, last weekend, but, it, you know, he struggled the first half of the race, and then he was there for the win and then got an un 
untimely caution and didn't make the win. So uh, that's I think that's part of the new car. Probably. Uh, NASCAR announced on that the NASCAR Cup Series weekend will return to Phoenix Raceway in 2020. The grandstand tickets for the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series Championship race weekend are already sold out. Select number of standing room only hillside and fan shield infield experience tickets remain for the NASCAR Cup Series finale on that Sunday. But those tickets are selling at a rapid pace and fans are encouraged to act now before inventory is completely sold out. I think that makes three or four years in a row that championship Sunday has been sold out. I'm thinking, I'm thinking two years in a row. I'm thinking just last year and now this year at Phoenix. I know, I know Phoenix has been selling out last couple of years because they, they've just been the championship weekend for the last two, right? Has it been two years there already? Or was last year the first year there? I, I, well, it might be, this is this. I thought this was the second year. No, I thought, I think this is the third year. I think there's been two. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. I think this will be the third year there for championship weekend. I mean, it was Homestead for so long. Mm-hmm. 2020 was the first championship weekend there. So this will be the th- third year. Yep. Okay. So there we said, go. Yeah, had two, and this will be the third. So, all right. I've got one thing I want to cover real quick. There were some NASCAR penalties handed out after uh, the 600 or mm-hmm. 600 weekend, I should say. There was, there was a lug nut deal. Um, in the Xfinity Series, one lug nut, a $5,000 fine on the 44 car. Now, going over to the cup side, um, I think, nope, I guess this is still uh, still Xfinity. So, Michael Adair, who's listed as a uh, hauler driver, and well, that might be cup too, with 43 uh, Petty GMS Motorsports team, was indefinitely suspended for violations of Section 4.1 NASCAR substance abuse policy. Mm. So obviously that's not a good deal. Um, we probably won't see anything else about that in print, being that he's not a driver or a crew chief, but maybe he took some uh, some type of substance to stay up while he was driving or something. Who knows? But they do those random tests. And then Case Kallenbach um, was a crew chief in the Xfinity Series for the number six of JD Motorsports. And I think the number six this year has been driven by uh, – Ryan Vargas, I think, and uh, uh, under Section 4.4E, which deals with NASCAR member code of conduct, penalty options, and guidelines. So I'm thinking there might have been a little skirmish somewhere that he was uh, involved with on road after the race. That's normally what that type of deal is. Okay. So... All right, so that's NASCAR penalties following the Charlotte race weekend. Let's talk about racing to come. We're going to do this fairly quickly. I think this segment's probably getting a little long in the tooth now that everyone's pretty much racing weekly. But Thursday night at US 30 Speedway, it's going to be kids at night, lots of prizes, coin toss, Miss Rodeo, Nebraska, double features for the late models. Uh, Thursday night thunder at us 30 speedway Thursday night, Friday is going to be I 80 speedway. We talk about it being union night Boone County raceway is also going to have a night of racing, uh, featuring good old time racing association and the Midwest classic stock car association. Beatrice Crawford County are all racing along with, uh, lakeside speedway. The only reason why I bring them up is because that's going to be, uh, they're going to feature us MTS and us 36 speedway is featuring Midwest 
excuse me, Midwest wingless sprint cars. Saturday, we talked about Eagle Raceway having bus races, Adams County Speedway, Knoxville, and Shelby County Speedway are going to be running. For the Super Late Model Series, they're going to be, I'm going to say this wrong again, but it's not nearly as bad as we got the last one. Thursday night at Kosuth, Kosuth County Speedway. Yeah, no idea because I can't see it. So K-O-S-S-U-T-H. I would say somewhere around there. My apologies to anybody that got offended by me mispronouncing that. I said sure, something like that, but. Friday, the the Malvern Bank West Series will be at uh, Rapid Speedway, and then Saturday they'll be at Off Road Speedway. So the Super Late Model Series doing a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. Looks like the East is off this weekend. I think that's it. Uh, well, we got to talk about the this weekend's race at Worldwide Technology Raceway, East St. Louis. They're going to be doing practice and qualifying on Saturday with the race on Sunday. The race is scheduled for two thirty. Stage breaks at lap 45, 140, and 240. Get your picks in on time for the Rick Haven Ridge Pickups Contest. I think that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I know Rick Haven Ridge will be in attendance down there. Yeah. So I know he's going down, him and his wife. And uh, then they're one of the lucky few that are going to take the trip up to Eldora for the million. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, good for them. They're. I think they're definitely enjoying some um, – some RV time around the country going and watching some of these big races. Yep. Yeah. I know they're, I know, uh, they'll have a good time. Oh, um, Sunday night is Dawson County raceways back. I forget about them every single time, uh, modified stock cars, hobby stocks, sport mod, sport compacts, and they're going to be doing sport mod King of the Hill gates open at four racing at six. That's Sunday night, Dawson County raceway, little ways away from, uh, Omaha and Lincoln, but well worth the drive. They do a great show down there. Make sure you head over yeah, to Dawson they- County raceway. If I'm not mistaken, um, it's just a hair over 200 miles out to that Lexington exit. Okay. All right. That's going to do it for us for this week's shows and for tonight's show. Big thanks, everybody, for for tuning in. Make sure to follow, like, and share the front stretch so we can continue to grow. Get out to the racetrack and enjoy, enjoy some great racing. Look, Looks like it's going to be some beautiful weather. All right. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch. The official watering hole of the Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is Happy Hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are Kids Night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17.